I'm Allison Katzkowski, otherwise known as The Allison K. I'm a fitness innovator and entrepreneur turned business mentor and retreat master. A client experience is more than just making the sale or the transaction. A client experience is about how it's put together so that clients can receive amazing real transformation. Here you'll hear all about how the industry leaders are creating amazing experiences. I'm always going to give it to you straight because I know your time is valuable. Are you ready? Let's get into the show. Hey everybody, it's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for joining me again this Thursday for another edition of Creating the World's Best Client Experience. So today I'm going to go a little off topic and I'm going to talk about... Um, it's not really a new offer, but it's a new way that we're helping our coaches and business owners position what they do online. Um, if you've been following me for any length of time, you know that having a hybrid business model is really the key to building a sustainable business for the future. Now, what exactly do I mean by that? What I mean is, is that you want to be able to utilize in person and online in whatever way aligns with your message and your body of work. So, the big piece of this, obviously, is building what I'm calling a virtual footprint. It used to be, well, not used to be. I think this is still the case. A lot of people are talking about online marketing in the sense of it being digital. I really think that that word is it's getting saturated in terms of how that word is being used. Um, and so I like the idea of a virtual footprint better. And I'm going to give you some thoughts as to why why I'm thinking like this and how I think you could position this with your business. And look, for those of you that know me and have been following me for any length of time, you know my background is in health and fitness. I've been in the industry for over 30 years. Um, I've been working as I've been an entrepreneur for a little more than 25 of those years. And I've seen a lot of things come and go. When I first started, I built my business 100% in person, doing good old fashioned one-on-one and small group training. Um, I had a brick and mortar studio, a pretty large studio for over 15 years. I had a small team of people working for me. And back then, the reason I'm saying that is, is that back then in person was the way to do it. Online virtual was slowly become, was slowly becoming evident that virtual was, was a trend. And it was something that business owners needed to keep an eye on and take a look at, right? And that was me. And that was really back in 2010, 2011, 2012, something like that. It was a time when social media was really becoming popular and there was just a lot of, you know, there was a, a sense that this was the direction that the industry was going. And it's not just my industry. It's that, you know, the health and wellness industry, anybody in a service-based profession, um, people in real estate and financial sectors, the, the travel industry is another example, hospitality. It's, it is, it's becoming evident that if you are not utilizing online to not just maximize your offerings, but to grow your bottom line, you are missing out and you're going to be left behind. Um, you know, we're closing in on 2023. 2024 is going to be here in less than a month. And it's really the perfect opportunity for a lot of us to really take a look at what's worked this year and how can you better amplify what you're doing online with how you're able to position, not just what you do, but how you're able to talk about it. And the reason I like to call this a virtual footprint, I just want to give you a couple of thoughts before I give you some actionable tips to walk away with. Why do we call this a virtual footprint? Okay, so think about what footprints are. When you see footprints in person, what are they? They're literally steps, right? They're steps in the dirt, in the ground, in the sand, wherever you want to call it. 
And footprints tend to lead to somewhere, right? So we tend, when we tend to think of footprints in the physical sense, it's usually a pathway. It's usually steps that lead to something. What I like to call how you position yourself online, building a virtual footprint, because you're literally leading people on a pathway with not just what you do and who you are, but how you can help solve their problems. And in the grand scheme of things, your virtual footprint should lead to the map of your business. In other words, you're literally leading people on a journey to go with you, okay? Now, before I lose you, and before you're like, hold on, I'm not sure that really applies to me, stay with me, okay? Here's why this is important. And regardless of what business you're in, regardless of where you are in your business, regardless of how far along you are, maybe you've got people on your team that do this for you, but I think it's something that bears fruit and that I'm just asking you to hear me out on, okay? Here are just some general thoughts about a virtual footprint and why this is a strategy and a mindset that not only do you need to adopt, but I'm challenging you to examine what it is that you're doing to build your own virtual footprint right now in 2023, okay? Number one is we never really know where people are going to come from. And this is really true for those of us that have operated our business in person um, or operated our business one way. Maybe you're all online and you're just starting to think about something in person, okay? I mean, it could be the other way around, but we never really know how people are going to join us, right? People can come to us from any number of different places. People that you meet online can eventually become a client and then join you for an in-person experience. Or people that you meet and work with in person can refer you to people that otherwise wouldn't be able to find you unless you were online, right? So we never really know where people come from, which brings me to my second point. And that is we have to be able to meet people where they are not just where they are in their own journey, but we have to be able to meet people at a point where they can have access to us. And this is why having a well-thought-out strategy for building your virtual footprint is really key so that you can bring people in from any number of different places. Look, I'm going to get an unpopular opinion here, and it's probably obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. The online space isn't going anywhere. Not at all. And if anything, it's just getting bigger. But having said that, that doesn't mean that you need to limit yourself to just focusing on online. You are missing out if you are not maximizing in person and online in some form or fashion to work with your business model. Okay. I mean, there's just no downside to doing it. And look, since most businesses are adopting this strategy for the future, you want to get on board with that, okay? And make it work for you. In other words, make it your own and employ your body of work and what you do to fit the hybrid model, okay? And this is what we do. And in a couple of weeks, I'm going to be um, talking to you about a really exciting initiative that we're launching in 2024. We're going literally all in on this concept. And this is a way that we're going to be able to serve you better as business owners and helping you build an innovative evolutionary hybrid business model for the future that works for you, okay? The last point I want to make about a virtual footprint before I give you some actionable tips is we must be thinking in terms of simplicity and cohesion. This is where I lose a lot of people and where a lot of people get confused. And so let me just call that out a little bit. The reason that we want to be building a multi-tiered virtual footprint, in other words, have multiple ways not just to talk to people, but to have people access us. 
Okay. It's not that you're creating multiple offers. Okay. I was just having this conversation with a business owner yesterday on a podcast interview. And her question to me was, well, for those of us that are used to operating one way, or for those of us that have a signature offer, having multiple offers can be tricky and complicated. And my rebuttal to that is that look at your body of work. Okay. Look at what it is that you do. Look at it is, look at the services that you offer or the one thing that you say you're help you, you help your clients with. How many different ways can you offer that? How many different ways can you have a way to help your clients solve their problem using your body of work? That's what I mean by multiple ways to work with people versus having multiple offers. I'm not asking you to create several different offers. When you stay in your lane and you know what it is that you do and you know what it is that you do well, you don't have to even have more than three or four, but you should have multiple ways because not everybody is going to be a fit for your one offer. That's really the bottom line. And in today's day and age, people are looking for different solutions. They're looking for opportunities. They're looking for different ways to position themselves. And they are looking for different opportunities. The one offer, one client, one type of audience strategy does not work anymore. Okay. And look, it may have worked for you up to this point, And maybe you're seeing tremendous success with it. That's fantastic. I'm not telling you to stop doing that. But what I am encouraging you to do is to broaden your lens a little bit and look at, are there other ways that I can still do what I'm doing and help more people? That's really the bottom line. And that's why having a well-thought-out plan to approach your virtual footprint is super important, especially if you're just used to offering one thing or if you've sort of thought of yourself as, you know, somebody who does one thing. You know, I'm not going to use the word one trick pony because to me that's kind of limiting. But if you're used to just say offering people one thing, I really want to challenge you on that. How many ways can you serve your clients and still stay within your body of work? I'm betting you can come up with a few. Okay. And the more opportunities you give people, not only the more people are you going to be able to help and the more lives you're going to be able to change, the more impact you're going to make in the world. And that's really why we're in business. We're in business to make money, but we're in also in business to help as many people as we can. And that's really what this is all about. So let me talk to you. I want to give you a few things to chew on and think about, about how to create your own virtual footprint. This is something that we've been helping a lot of our clients with, and it's something that we're going to be expanding in 2024. So you definitely want to stay tuned. Um, to then in a couple weeks when I'm going to reveal a little bit more about how we're going to do this. Um, and of course, if you'd like to know more about what this looks like for you, please feel free to reach out to me. You can find me on my website, www.theallisonk.com. That's Allison with one L, A-L-I-S-O-N-K.com. And you can hit connect with me and you can just drop me a note and say, Hey, look, I'm just wondering what does this look like for me? And look, you know, we don't have to schedule a discovery call or any of that nonsense, okay? we If you just simply have questions about what this looks like, just ask. I'm always happy to help you with that, okay? And so I've created a brand new Visionary Retreat Leaders Checklist. This is pure gold, folks. This is all stuff that I have learned through my own planning processes over the last 10 years that I've been delivering retreats. So if you want to get your hands on a copy, it's absolutely free. You can go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. Click on the can work with me icon, work with me, which is on the left-hand side. If you go to my website and click it, 
and you start scrolling down the page and there'll be a pop-up window that will appear and you can just put your email address in and we'll be glad to send it to you. So make sure you take advantage of this. This is an amazing free offer. This is worth its weight in gold. And quite honestly, I see a lot of people charging a lot of money for the stuff that I'm just giving to you for free. So go get your hands on it. I would love to get your feedback, see what you think, but definitely take it as a free gift from me because I really believe in over-delivering and over-sharing. And I just want you to be able to have it so that you can start using it and planning your own retreats and events. So take advantage. I would love to hear what you think. So here's the thing about a virtual footprint. The way you want to think about this is I'm going to give you three actionable things to think about. Okay. So the first is you want to identify what your main talking points are. Now, what do I mean by talking points? I mean, these are things that you're going to be referring to over and over and over again as you talk to people online. Excuse me. So what I see a lot of business owners do, and particularly newer business owners, is they tend to be, you know, a little bit all over the place with what they talk about. And, you know, I, I hear this a lot from people in my industry in health and fitness. Well, everybody can use what I have. And my answer to that is always, but not everybody's going to be the best fit for you. Okay. And this is why it's so important to understand what your talking points are. Okay. And what it is, you only want to limit that. So the way I would encourage you to do this is take out a sheet of paper and just write down your main talking points, the things that you think you talk about the most, and it should really speak to who you are and what you do, okay? So, and then once you do that, you really want to narrow it down. And this is one of the things that we're able to help a lot of our clients do, Um, And sometimes it's a bit of a process. And look, I get it. If you're used to seeing people in person, if you're used to doing things one way, it can be a little challenging to start thinking about doing it another way, right? I totally get that. And that was me several years ago when I started going online. But what I find really helpful about this process is, is that we're continually challenging ourselves to look at how we talk about who we are and what we do. And if you're an entrepreneur, and if you're listening to me, most likely you are, you're an entrepreneur you know you don't fit into a square hole, right? You know that you don't follow the same uniform process that so many people do, people in corporate or whatever, okay? You have your own way of doing things. And one of the ways to build a really, you know, virtual footprint for the future, right? Which allows you to really talk to the people that you're best able to help is to really get clear on what those talking points are. And here's another bonus tip for you on that. When you're a guest on a podcast, when you're being interviewed, when you're writing an article, it just always gives you ammunition in your back pocket that you can use. And you can find that the more you can stay on message, the easier it becomes to talk about over and over and over about who you are and what you do. Okay. I usually recommend once you do this, that you, that you limit it to three, four, maybe five talking points. Okay. And that you want to be able to expand on each of those. So I'll give you an example. I'm working with a client right now who were working on a pretty unique coaching offer for her. And one of the questions that I'm challenging her on is how does she see herself? In other words, like, what is it that you see yourself doing? What is it that you do? So the way you ask yourself this question when you're thinking about it from a talking point perspective is the work I do is, okay? Or how is it that I help my clients or something like that? And you want to be very, just challenge yourself to write down four or five different ways 
that you can answer that question. Then you want to go back through and just kind of read through it and see how it lands with you. Okay. And generally speaking, the more specific you are, the better. So don't try not to use words like improve, um, positive experience, transformation, um, live your best life, stuff like that. Cause it's, it's what I call very vanilla. You want to start thinking like your client. What does that look like for them? Okay. So if you're, if you're, if what you do is you help your clients live their best life, what does that look like? So write down three, four, or five things about what that looks like. Okay. You know, another question that you can ask yourself is after working with me, my clients, what fill in the blank. Okay. And again, write three, four, five things that really resonate with you, with what you do, with your process. You can use examples. Um, and again, this is where you want to be talking about the process that you use. Okay. So most of the time when you're talking about what you do online, it helps if you have a process, a framework, a system, something that you take people through. And look, that's not to say that you can't customize what it is that you do. Okay. There are always exceptions to every role, but generally speaking, my bet is, is that if you've been in business for any length of time, you probably have, you know, as a plan that you take people through, a certain starting point that you start with, and then you move. And it can look different for people. There's always room to customize, okay? And this is a word that I think is not used enough. I think a lot of people, when you're when you're thinking, when you're talking about what it is that you do, a lot of people really want to look for themselves in your message, right? And if you can really, you know, individualize and have a way to describe what that looks like, then people are going to feel, I think, more free and comfortable to at least reach out and want to know more. And look, that's the whole point about why we're doing this work. We're doing this work because not only are you trying to build your audience, but you want to give people enough information that they're curious enough to reach out. That's why we build a virtual footprint, okay? So those are just some tips to think about with the main talking points, okay? The second actionable tip I'm going to offer you is, and you, you've probably heard me talk about this before, and that is this helps with writing your content. Content is one of the rule of three that I teach when you're building a hybrid business model. This is really key to helping you expand and build your audience online. We're, that's really why we build a virtual footprint is to build an online audience. Okay. So we want to actually feel like we have people that we can talk to. Okay. And content is one of those three pieces. The other two, just so you know, are networking. Okay. Networking and so we have content, we have networking, and I'm just, I'm completely drawing a blank, but I'll come back to it in just a moment. So um, so as far as the rule of three goes, we have content, we have networking and media. That was the piece that just totally slipped my mind. So media is where we do podcasting, leveraging, writing articles and publications, partnering with other people's audiences. This or This is even can go into how you utilize colleagues and their audiences. Okay. So there's a number of different ways that this can look like, but content is a big part, obviously, of your virtual footprint, because this is why you want to have the talking points clear so that you can use that to build your content. There are really four kinds of content you should be thinking about with your virtual footprint. I'm just going to give you a quick explanation of what these are. Um, there's visionary content, which allows you to talk about your overall mission. This is talking about your purpose, your why, what is it that drives you every day? Where do you see yourself in five or 10 years? What is your big picture plan? You know, anything along those lines. 
Value content is where you're, it's education-based. What really works well for value content are tips, strategies, statistics work really well, numbers, trends. Um, you want, it's really more like here are three actionable tips that you can use, kind of like what I'm doing right now. Okay. So, uh, value content is the education base. Okay. And here's another tip about value content. Don't make it super long. Okay. Make it really simple and easy to understand. Okay. Connection content is telling stories. That's where you're telling, uh, talking about, you know, insights that you have a little bit about your story success stories with clients, questions that you get asked. Telling stories is what helps people relate to you better. And this is ultimately where people look for themselves in your copy, okay? And then the last type of copy that we teach is conversion copy. And this is where you're actually encouraging people to reach out to you. And this could be a number of different ways, depending on your body of work and what it is that you do. It doesn't always have to be, here's a link, sign up. In fact, I would really recommend that you not do that a lot. You really want to be having real conversations with people and helping them make the best decision for themselves. Okay. So four cons, we take the talking points. We help you with getting your content in line with your talking points. Okay. One of the things that we do in our uh, virtual footprint deep dive is, is that we help you come up with a 30 to 45 day content plan based on this. And most of the time, we can take stuff that you've already done and just help you repurpose it, okay? And then the last thing I'm going to say about a about a virtual footprint is you always want to be thinking, where are you asking people to go? So you always want to have, you know, two, three, four calls to action. And you want to be thinking about inviting people into what's next. Now, that might be booking a call. That might be reach out to me for more information. It might be something along those lines. But most of the time, especially when you're nurturing relationships and you're getting to know people and they're getting to know you, remember the no like, and trust never goes out of style. And initially in the beginning, when that's going on with new people, you really don't want to be asking them. You really don't want to be asking them right off the bat to buy your stuff. Okay. You want to be saying, come over. You want to have a place that you can send them. So maybe that's get on my email list, take advantage of my free gift. Maybe it's join my Facebook group. That's one of the things that all of my business coaching clients have their own Facebook groups. I'm a big fan of Facebook groups. I think it's a great way to nurture an audience. I think it's a great way to share information. Um, and what the way, what I like to refer to a Facebook group as is it's your garden. You know, it's your garden. And if you tend it and you take care of it, and you ensure that it has what it needs, it will produce fruit for you, okay? But I think the most important thing here is that it gives people a place to go so they can sort of become part of your world, okay? And the reality is, at the end of the day, we never know when people are going to be ready to buy, when people are going to be ready to say yes. Everybody's buying journey is a little bit different, but I think it would be, you would put yourself at a huge disadvantage if you don't have a way to invite people into your world, even if they're going to be there for a long time. I've had clients stay in my audience for two or three years before they sign up with me. And then I've had people find me and they sign up right away. So you just never know where people are, but you have to always be talking to the people that you're not yet working with. Okay. And this is why it's so important that you have a well thought out strategy and plan to build your virtual footprint. So I hope those tips are helpful. I hope it at least gets you thinking and gets you um, thinking about how you're positioning yourself for the future. 
If what I have talked about here has been helpful and inspirational for you in any way, please feel free to copy the link to this episode and send it to a friend or a business colleague that you think needs to hear it. Um, if you would like, you can reach out to me and say, hey, I really appreciated this. Can you please forward this to so-and-so? We'll do it for you. So you can just go to my website, www.theallisonk.com. You can find the link in the show notes. You can hit connect with me and we'll take care of that for you. And look, if you're thinking that you need to rework how you're positioning yourself online, if you're curious as to what this process can look like for you, um, we are offering this in a very doable um, package level. So there's a lot of, you get some hands-on support from me, but you also have some really forward direction on how to write, how to keep things really simple so that you feel like you're consistently speaking to the people that you want to be working with while you're operating your business. Okay. So this isn't a, I'm going to get to a certain point and then I'm going to do this. This, I've designed this plan so that it works well with what you're doing right now in your business, regardless of what you do. Okay. So if you want to know more about that, just feel free to reach out to me. We can hop on a quick call. We can just talk about where you are. Look, I'm just going to say this. It is not my job to get you to say yes. It's my job to help you make a decision. And I'll just ask you some questions. We'll see kind of where you are. We'll see what you're doing. And you know, if it's not a fit, it's not a fit. But it's my job to be of service to you and to help you be able to make the best decision that you can for your business going forward, because I want you to crush it in 2024 and beyond. So that's what I got for you this week on the podcast. Thank you so much for listening, for sharing, for subscribing, for forwarding episodes to friends that you think are helpful. You are the reason why I always keep showing up and why we are so successful every single week and why we're continuing to reach more and more people. I hope you have a fantastic day and I will look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Bye.